the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so excited that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here, though, to walk the path with you wherever that may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. So have you ever been on a road trip? I'm going to guess that you have. And, you know, back in the day, you know, sometimes I can't believe I'm saying back in the day. (laughs) It makes me feel a little old. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Back in the day, we would use these big like pieces of paper that you would get out of your car's glove box. And this big piece of paper would guide you along a journey that you were on. Anybody know what those are? I know. I'm asking you out there. Yep. It's a map. (laughs) And then you would try to fold that map and be completely unsuccessful and put it back into your glove box. And that's just a whole nother story. So some of you may not know what that paper map is. Many of you may know the digital map of today, Google Maps, Waze, Carnab, et cetera, whatever those are. But no matter the map, paper or digital, it's a map. It's a tool that can help you get from point A to point B. But here's another question. It's not always exactly helpful, is it? Yeah. Why? Because many factors can come into play when you are traveling from point A to point B, like detours, road closures, potholes. (laughs) And those factors can take your journey on another course. And in fact, sometimes it can feel like we're being taken off course, way off course. 
why am I talking about a road trip on the divorce coaching hour? <laughs> because our journey in marriage can feel a bit like that journey, can't it? We can feel like we have that journey all mapped out and then bam, that pothole comes along. Like that hole we've been talking about in this seven-week series we're featuring here on the show right now, that hole called divorce and how it can be a big, dark, and deep hole that stops you in your tracks and one that you can stay stuck in for a very long time if you're not careful. We don't want that for you. We want you to climb out and get back on the road on your journey to a fulfilling life full of, yes, joy. I get it. If you are considering in the midst and, you know, coming out of divorce right now, you may think that joy is not something you, you will ever feel again. But I'm here to tell you that you can. And I'm here to tell you that we are on the journey with you. That you can't find joy through and after divorce is a myth. And a myth that I personally want to help you bust. And today, we have the guest to help us do that. And you are going to hear from that guest. But first, I want to give you a quick look back at where we've been so far on the journey in the seven-week series about navigating divorce differently. In the first episode, we talked about looking at divorce with your eyes wide open and making sure you get the lay of the land to know what's ahead of you. In the second, we discussed the importance of your mindset through the entire process. Then we talked about financial choices in the third and the fourth episodes, including what you need to, uh, to prepare for, for if you're going into the divorce process. And we always also looked at mortgages and real estate and credit. In the latest show, we talked about your legal choices. Today, we are talking about rebuilding from divorce, but not just after divorce, the entire way through it. And we are going to look at the myth that you can't, that's a myth that you can't find joy through and after this process. So Cecilia Inquest is back with us today. And friends, I'm excited about this show. Cecilia is a dare to lead facilitator. Dare to lead might catch your attention. And if it does, it's probably because you know it's a part of Brene Brown's work. Uh, If you don't know Brene Brown, look her up. Great gal. She's a well-known researcher, a Houstonian, and a very proud Texan who has done impactful work around guilt, shame, and vulnerability. And today we get to talk to Cecilia about this work and also what she does as a fellow International Coach Federation accredited coach. She's actually a professional certified coach, a PCC, easy for me to say today, um, to be exact, and and she um, is going to be talking to us with regards to all of that, how that's applied to divorce, much of our thinking, uh, just some really powerful uh, conversations here. At least that is my hope for you all. So, Cecilia, welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with us. Thank you so much, Christy. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, it's been a little while. It's been a little while, and I, I wish that you were here in the studio, but we are still uh, social distancing, and you're really distancing because you are out in a very beautiful part of this country enjoying um, uh, the nature and runs and snow 
two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 92 yeah. here in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would melt up here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I'm so glad you're back with us, uh, even though you're on the phone. And I look forward to uh, really stepping into this. The last time you were on the show, um, uh, we were going to talk about some of this material, but we ended up talking about when um, uh, life throws you a curveball, and uh, we said we were going to have you back on the show, and here you are, and we're going to talk about the material. Um, uh, and that material, so I mentioned guilt and shame and vulnerability and um, so really, actually, before people scurry away when I start saying those words because they really don't like them. <laughs> um, so I want to jump right into that with uh, with that so people understand why are we talking about this very scary thing called vulnerability as a way to joy. And so I'm just wondering um, if you can help us begin to kind of get our understanding around this guilt, the shame, um, and vulnerability and how, how it, how does it uh, connect with joy? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Just to start this, I don't much like the word shame. um, Who does? Vulnerability. (laughs) It's a very bad, bad ass word. (laughs) It's, 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 it's it's horrible. (laughs) Nobody wants to be there. And I will follow that up with saying that vulnerability, and I, actually, I do want to give you a definition. And, and, and the definition of vulnerability here is that the emotion that we experience during times of uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Mm. And I think when, when, when you think about it, um, the more we look into this, yes, the, those are the, the, the feelings, that's the emotion that we do experience in all of those awful, yucky emotions that we that we are stuck in so many times but it's also what we experience when we feel joy Mm, okay so i hear yucky but i hear (laughs) joy how does that work (laughs) you can't get to joy without feeling vulnerable okay hold on just a second you can't get to joy without feeling vulnerable. How does that then work? When I heard it the first time, it really, it, it really, I really had to sit back and think about that too. And, uh, but I, it, come with me here for a little bit and, and think about a time when you really have felt joy. And there are moments that we, we feel that maybe when we look at a child, our mm-hmm. child, mm-hmm. when we feel, um, it could be any, any little thing, big thing, something. However, when we're on the verge of that joy, that is also the time, at least for me, and I don't know how, you, how, it, how it comes across for you, but for me, it's that almost, it, it almost feels like I'm standing on the edge of something, that I'm about to fall over, mm. that uh, uh, maybe I get choked up. It could be a lot of different things that goes on physically for me. And it is very difficult. It has been. I actually have to practice this. But it, it used to be very difficult for me to stay with that. Because what I wanted to do was to paint it by saying something like, oh, this won't last. Mm. What if? Uh, uh, and I often found myself in the joyous moment having thoughts coming through that would really ruin that moment. 
I'm hearing I'm hearing that. So it's it's um, going back to the the child. I can imagine you know looking at the child and thinking um, this joy filled moment of how proud I, I you couldn't explain it. But then at the same time, like whoa, if I step into this, this is going to be really scary, and I don't want to step into scary. Um, and so we're talking about joy as a way through something painful, i.e. divorce. And it may not sound like something uh, that really connects very easily, but stay with us listeners because that's what we're going to be unpacking. And um, we've got Cecilia Inquist on the, the line with us. She's a professional certified coach through the International Coach Federation and then some, but also a dare to lead facilitator, which at the root of this root of a lot of that, um, uh, of her facilitation and the programs that she works with is this thing, guilt, shame, and vulnerability. And so we're talking about this vulnerability today. Uh, so you guys stay tuned. We're really going to dig into some things that can really help you through this process of divorce. We're just getting going. So don't miss it. Come on back with Cecilia Inquist, a professional certified coach. Every street is dark and A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com.
And we are back, and we are talking about, well, what that song is, is Bravery, but believe it or not, uh, we are talking about bravery through um, the divorce process, and in fact, finding joy in and through the divorce process. We're talking to Cecilia Inquist, a professional coach um, in and around the Houston area, an executive coach, and she's on the phone with us. She's also a Dare to Lead facilitator, which is a Brene Brown program and uh, is rooted in a lot of guilt and shame and vulnerability work. And as we were talking about in the intro is that um, one of the myths I want to bust here today is that you can't have joy through the divorce process and after. And so what we're talking about is how you get to that joy. And what we were talking about at the end of the first segment was that um, when you feel that emotion of joy, that you're kind of feeling like you're on the edge of something where you're about to fall off and it can begin to step into um, what we were kind of alluding to is this vulnerability feeling. And there's way more to that. But Cecilia, where would you start <laughs> even with this? <laughs> I'm like, it's so big, way bigger for than, than this show. But where would you start? There, I mean, this is this is so huge. We could we could talk for for a week. Um, I know that I, we I could because wanna... we often do. <laughs> <laughs> and I do get this question. You know, what what is where do you start with vulnerability, and and why is that important? There's a lot of myths around it that has been found through the research. And before I go into that, I do want to reiterate that that the core of all of these really strong emotions and feelings, love, belonging, joy, is actually the same thing. Where, where we start with shame, scarcity, fear, anxiety, uncertainty, they're all, they all touch on vulnerability. And in order to get to love, belonging, and joy, we have to go through vulnerability. Mm. And that also goes for, for courage and bravery. And the first myth, uh, uh, funnily enough, uh, is uh, that vulnerability is weakness. Mm. Can you relate to that? <laughs> I, I I can I I mean I have to say a little bit I've 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 studied a little bit in here and I get that but I can feel you I mean let's just even thinking about a moment that you feel vulnerable you feel you can feel weak like it's scary yeah yeah and yet nobody to this date that I have asked that Brene Brown has asked have been able to feel courage or being brave without also feeling vulnerable. Oh, okay. Help me know, help me understand that. Well, th think about it. When you're on the edge of doing something courageous mm -hmm. or brave, what? And, and this is also a paradox within this myth that vulnerability is weakness. What we see in ourselves is that we're weak, but what other people see when they look at us is that we're brave. Mm. So think about an example when you have ever thought about somebody that you feel is brave or done something courageous. And if you ask them about that moment, they are most likely to say, well, I didn't feel brave at all. I was really, really scared. And it was, it was, I, I didn't know what to do, but I did it anyway. You know, it's funny. My mind is all of a sudden I had an image of me standing on a very, very, very high dive, like a diving board. And then you know, jumping in <laughs> and people would yeah. maybe think, oh, that's super fun. Just go and jump. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a little bit shaken right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there's this, there's this base of it. 
And, and also, with when we go through something very difficult, very difficult situations, maybe divorce, maybe something else, but particularly in divorce because we're talking about it, we, we, we stand in front. It's almost like being on that high dive or being in front of that hole. And sometimes we, we choose to take the step, and sometimes we fall in. Yes. Yes. That's so very true if you th- think about the hole in divorce. We sometimes find ourselves in the hole by not uh, none of our choice, but uh, but sometimes we choose to step into it. So um, so that's one myth: vulnerability is weakness. Are there there are others? Yeah, the other is I don't do vulnerability. Yeah, I don't do vulnerability and, uh, either. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Nobody wants to do vulnerability. <laughs> what is that one about? And, this one is about recognizing that we actually we, we 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 are defined by experiences all the time by uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure, which is what vulnerability is. We can, we can't we can't go away from that, but what we can do because it's always there. We we only have two choices: either we recognize and 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 say, okay, it is here, or we say it's not there. If we recognize it, we have influence over it. We can control some of the outcome. We can work with it. If we say, I don't do vulnerability, I refuse to acknowledge it, then it will do you. So it sounds like I'm refusing reality. Yes. Okay. And it will do us. What does that mean? That means that it's going to steer us because underlying all of this are those emotions that maybe drive behaviors that we don't that we don't really feel so good about. Mm, So if I'm feeling vulnerable, I'm going to put on an armor and it's going to come out some like maybe anger, resentment. And Mm. I may, may scream or yell at somebody that I didn't want to scream or yell at. So my mind Instead, it's like, go ahead. ahead. Instead, if I recognize that I am in this moment, actually feeling pretty vulnerable. And, and, and uh, it, it might help to say it out loud. I feel vulnerable. And recognizing that then you can choose another course of action. Right. So where I was going to go, and it may take us into the second segment, third segment to, to unpack these myths uh, because they're so important. But where my mind goes to in, in divorce, one of the things we work with people is um, their thinking around the divorce process. And oftentimes, and what I'm hearing in here is that thinking that I'm going to win because that's going to protect me and I'm going to, I'm going to feel safe. And so then what we do is we put up these walls and we come with this armor, as you talked about, and, um, you know, come with anger and vibrato and fight over a $500 couch because we want uh, we want to get the couch to make another person um, suffer, so to speak. But if we realize if, you know, I'm thinking of this even a lesson as a coach and I'm working with someone to help them understand really what's causing that that action, their choices is really not something that is going to help the entire family. It's, it's really a reaction to... W- the reality of what is, it sounds like. Yeah. So if they're stepping into vulnerability and we're going, okay, so what's really behind all this? Then what I'm hearing is if we can get to that moment 
in a safe space as a coach with a client. And even if the person doesn't have a coach, if you're going through that out there right now and you're in one of these conflicts and you realize, okay, what am I really afraid of here? Let me get real with this. What's my greater outcome that I want as a, as a, a everybody to be okay through this process? Let me grapple to use Brene, some of Brene's work words, rumble and some other books, rumble with this feeling yeah. of vulnerability. Um, so again, so much to unpack. We're just going to skim the surface of there. Are there any other myths? Yeah, and, and this I think this is a really important one, and and that is the the thinking that you can go it alone. Mm. So there's that thinking again. Yeah, tell us more about that. It's um, we we can't, we can't we we are a social species. We we we're wired for connection. Mm. And at the heart of that connection is that vulnerability. And if you're not vulnerable, you can't be seen. Um, when I when I was reading through uh, or looking through the what you had done in the previous pop uh, or the the, the radio cast here, mm-hmm. leading up to this, it was about assembling that team, yes. the team of help. And I also want to, and, we, we, and you need that. You need a team. You need a team on your side, and you feel that you're not alone. I also want to, in my capacity as a coach, remember everybody that, that you do also have you and that you have resources. So tap into those resources, and very often that will be other people. You know, that's a really powerful thing, even as I sit here, and as a coach myself, um, that really, I think sometimes we forget that we have ourselves and that we do have resources, especially when we get tied up in the emotion and the um, the pain of divorce. Uh, so that's very po- powerful. You can't go it alone, but you need that team. And absolutely, Cecilia, um, we were just talking about that, and I don't do vulnerability and the thinking around that. Somebody else objective, and we've talked about that a lot on the show an objective person that can help you maybe look at different perspectives, think through things, get to the root of what's causing the action. Um, So I can't go it alone. What's the next one? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, if I may stay with that one for just one second, because there's one, there's one more thing around that. Uh And, uh, (laughs) and just because I said that I I did forget it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You know, that's, that happens to me all the time, but not to worry. We're coming into the third segment. We've got so many of these to cover uh, these myths and busting the myth really that you can't have joy through the divorce process and as you rebuild um, through it and after it. And we're talking with Cecilia Enquist. She's a professional certified coach and executive coach and also a dare to lead facilitator. And we're talking about shame and guilt and this thing called vulnerability as a way to bravery and to joy through this process. You may not believe it, but stay tuned. We're going to unpack some other myths help you continue to think about how you're going to bust this myth that you can't have joy. We're also going to make sure that we talk a little bit about uh, COVID and maybe some bust some myths there. (laughs) So stay with us. Uh, The 
um, series that we're in, Navigating Divorce Differently, and that's the key is divorce differently. You can find joy through the process. So don't miss it. Come on back. We're going to talk about some more myths. Stay with us. This year's felt like four seasons of winter. Here's today's two-minute tip. Friends, we arrive at another reminder about the details of this seven-week series that we are here in uh, in on at the Divorce Coaching Hour. As you've heard in this episode, maybe others, it's about navigating divorce differently and exploring the choices along the path. It's about divorce, and it's also about divorce in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. As we emerge from this unprecedented time of our lives, there continues to be a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, and a lot of questions out there. And I've read posts about people's concerns. I've heard them from my clients too, not only about the coronavirus pandemic, but how do I handle it and divorce at the same time. And so I thought about what I could do to help. And I came up with this seven week series to try to help along the way. Continuing today into May 30th, please join me every Saturday to hear my guests and me talk about the divorce process in general, moving from considering divorce to the actual process of divorce to rebuilding through and after divorce. But we won't just talk about that. Each show will include a discussion about how we move through the divorce during a a pandemic like COVID-19 or any other crisis that we may experience while divorcing. If you can't listen each Saturday here on 100.7 FM KKHD, from 1 to 2 p.m., go to your podcast app, search the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton, add the show to your library and listen that way. And while you're at it, we'd love for you to share it with those whom you think would benefit and also rate and review it. You can also go to kkht.com and under the programs tab, find podcast, click the link there for the Divorce Coaching Hour and listen that way. Also engage with us on Facebook and Instagram. I will be sharing the podcasts of the shows there, insights gained from the interviews with my guests. YouTube videos when they're ready, helpful information and thoughts and ideas that will hopefully inspire you. You can find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton on Facebook or at Coach Christy Stratton on Instagram. If you have any questions for me along the way or my guests, please email me at Christy at Christy Stratton.com. That's Christy at Christy Stratton.com. Or give me a call at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. Friends, all of us at the Divorce Coaching Hour are here to support you through divorce at any time, as well as through the trials of the coronavirus pandemic. We hope that this show and this series will do exactly that. No one ever told me this would be easy, but I never knew that it could be this hard. All the worry, the and that's exactly what we're talking about here and that those lyrics may not bring you up completely, but stay with us and you'll find out why those lyrics, why these songs were particularly chosen for this episode. Because divorce, let's face the reality, it can not be an easy thing. And, uh, and oftentimes, and you'll hear me say it over and over and over, is as easy as you think it may be, it's probably probably going to be harder. And I want you to have that reality because your eyes need to be wide open before you step into this. That's what we've covered on this entire series is navigating divorce differently, exploring your choices along the path. We've gone through those choices along the path. And now we're to uh, kind of circling back to mindset, uh, but knowing, busting this myth that you can't have joy through 
the process and after as you rebuild. And, and hear me say this. We're not saying that you're going to be happy through every moment. That we're not talking about that. We're talking about finding that joy within yourself uh, for those quite possibly through a higher power. That's what uh, where my true joy comes from in navigating um, that joy to move us through this process of divorce uh, to a better, more fulfilling place and it really shifting your perspectives. And we're speaking with Cecilia Inquist, a professional certified coach here in the Houston area. She's on the, the phone with us, uh, you know, social distancing still in place. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about, she's a dare to lead facilitator, which uh, at the root of that is Brene Brown's work around shame, vulnerability, um, and guilt. And no shame here, Cecilia. I know you were trying to remember what you had forgotten. That sounds kind of funny, but uh, you have to be remembered. <laughs> in the, se- I did in remember. the second segment, you, we, were gonna, we were drawing to a great point. What was it? Oh, I had something very smart, and then I forgot all about it. Don't we do that all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, I do it all the time. What I wanted to say, though, was that one of the most vulnerable things for me personally is to ask people for help. Mm. And it comes back into this myth. You can go it alone. And and I really, I'd really like to think that, but I can't. And it's really scary sometimes to ask for that help. Uh, And when I do it, it is, I have understood now, it is an act of courage for me. Mm. That, you know, I I bet as, as I'm kind of taken back with that thought, that can be really scary. Now there's, there's sayings, nobody does anything great alone. But until you really voice that and you depend on someone else or you bring them into something that is um, hard for you, uh, yeah, I get it. I, I, I mean, again, we're only scratching the surface here. We can only touch on so much, but um, I think that's a huge point. So thank you for remembering that. <laughs> we're busting <laughs> the myths of... Uh, that we can't have joy through the divorce process and uh, uh, after it. But we're talking about in relation to myths of vulnerability, and we've talked about three, vulnerability is weakness, I don't do vulnerability, and I can't go it alone. These are the myths. Are there more myths? Yes, there. there we, we have plenty more. We have three more. Okay. And, and myth, number four, <laughs> myth number four is you can't engineer the uncertainty and discomfort out of vulnerability. And what we're talking about here is the vulnerability is, is a word that many react to. And many, many look at it from vulnerable systems. We don't want things to fall apart, and which mm. is very different. That's systemic vulnerability. And it's very different from what we experience in our, in our, human, in our, in our human life, in our human experience. And uh, they should not be confused. Uh, we don't need to go so much into this myth, I think, for, for what we're talking about today. But I do want to mention that make sure that you understand that there's a big difference between the two. And again, that vulnerable place, that emotional place can take us into some, some great things as well. I can s- not only the, the hard parts. Yeah, I can I can hear all the applications and what we may just have to do is one of the things we're looking at doing on the show is jumping from the show into follow up conversations via Zoom online so that we can really dig into some of this material. But 
what I'm hearing there is an element of control. And when we lose control, like a divorce, we feel like we're losing control. We can show up in a very, um, not a very easy way and we can make things harder for ourselves. Uh, so yeah, bigger than what we can talk about right here. And you said there are six myths. So what's the next Mm -hmm. one? (laughs) This is, this is big. Trust comes before vulnerability. So here we go uh, in the circles. Can I be vulnerable without having trust, or do I have trust without being vulnerable? Chicken or the egg? So, <laughs> yes, chicken or the egg. <laughs> and and it is a big one because it is about how do I know if I can trust somebody enough to be vulnerable? Right. Oh, that's scary. Yes. And it's also really scary to think about it from, can I, can I build trust without ever risking vulnerability? So I'm going to throw the question back at you. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to trust. And we need to trust to be vulnerable. We need to be vulnerable in order to build trust. We have to have both of the elements. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is the part where, well, what is trust? And I think it, when from my own experience and from also from the research that that comes out from Brene, it is trust is something that is built over time. It is small moments. It's small gestures. And that is part, and those gestures can be small parts of, of, of somebody opening up and being vulnerable. So I will say that when we are, the, the, the myth here is some, one has to go in front of the other. And I don't think that's, I don't believe that's true. You have to have the both, have both of the parts. I'm getting it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking through this here as we're, we're talking about the divorce process and the intent of this particular episode, which is finding joy uh through and in the process. And, you know, at the core of much of divorce is, is trust has been, could have been broken. Uh, so I'm yeah. sure that this is a big one. Um, and, but w- the only thing that I can say is I've been preparing for this show and, and in conversation that I've had and is that I get that cycle that if, we want to um, move forward in uh, in any sort of relationship. And, and I'm just thinking about the coach relationship right now, is that in order for me to be, I get it, in order for me to really take those small steps that you're talking about, it's built over time, then I have to begin to let the layers come out and tell my coach what's really going on, what's really happening behind, you know, me busying myself or um, uh, shopping a ton or I'm thinking or getting angry or all those sorts of things that I have to trust. there, There it is. There it is. The circle of the trust and the vulnerability. But if I'm talking to my coach, I have to say, these are why these act, this is why these actions have happened, I'm letting the vulnerability come out. And then when that, 
when that coach comes back in a safe, non-judgmental way, I'm feeling a little bit safer. Is am I getting yeah. the cycle? It's it's uh it's so much. Yeah, it, it it is it is a lot, and both of those elements, both the trust and the vulnerability, involves risk. Mm. Oh, and there's another word. <laughs> yes, and 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 then there we go back, and and and, and there we go back into the to the definition of vulnerability, which is to risk uh, emotional exposure. Yeah, and in that, wow, okay, risk emotional exposure. Talk to us more about that. Well, that is what vulnerability is. Right, right. When, when we can't control the outcome and we lean into that uncertainty and the risk and the emotional exposure. Okay, okay. And that is also, to me, a lot about what, what, what is courage. Do we have the courage to go there? Yeah. Because there is always a risk. There is. And, you know, we bring it back to joy. There's always a risk in, in, you know, somebody might be hearing us say you can find joy through the process. And, um, you know, to find even joy in the pain might, that's a risk for us to try to see things in a different way. I'm even just envisioning, you said little moments of seeing how the light shines on a beautiful flower outside, you know, and, and so lots of risk, lots of emotion, understand it. There's so much in this. Um, as we move out of this third segment here, what's the last one? You said there are six myths. Yes. And that's vulnerability is disclosure. And many people say, you know, maybe I should just say, tell everybody everything and, and uh, go into the deepest, darkest parts of, of uh, uh, maybe my divorce process or wherever dark place that I'm in. And, and, and it's important to not confuse the two. Mm. Um, because there is a huge difference between uh, disclosure and being vulnerable. Okay, so that's a big one too. They're all so big. <laughs> yeah. No, so vulnerability so is weakness. I don't do vulnerability. I can't go it alone. I can't engineer vulnerability, or I, rather, I can engineer vulnerability out of it. Trust comes before vulnerability. Vulnerability is disclosure. We're talking about. Uh, joy through the divorce process, busting that myth that you can't have that through vulnerability. We're going to come back in the fourth segment. We're going to uh, just kind of tie this up. This is bigger than what we can cover, but you guys stay tuned. Don't miss it. Come on back. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you 
and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. We were made to be courageous. We were made to exactly the song I wanted at the end because that's what we're talking about as a way through uh, the divorce process. We're actually talking about busting a myth that you can't find joy through divorce and, and after and rebuilding. And it requires what we're talking about is vulnerability. Um, it requires, uh, and, and that helps you, believe it or not, get to being brave, being courageous. And that's what we want you to be. Uh, that's our my wish for you. And, you know, the fact of the matter, friends, we, we're here, we're going through a tough thing. Even here in this show, I'm talking about a big subject and um, it's, it's, it's not that easy to unpack, even though we have a wonderful expert in the area, specialist on uh, Dare to Lead, uh, Brene Brown material. Uh, we're talking about vulnerability with Cecilia Inquist, and we've been talking about this big, huge monster topic. We can't even skim the surface. And so, um, Cecilia, thank you for talking to us about it. Uh, you know, I think where I really want to get to very quickly in this last segment is how do we begin? I mean, it's a big subject. How do we even begin to step into it? Are there things that we can do? I mean, this was great head knowledge, but what could we do to get there? Yeah, I mean, and that's what this is really all about. Uh, and I'd be happy to share some things with you around what you can concretely do. I want to say, I want to lead into that with saying that what what research has found very many people think that having hope having courage uh, and, and and i understand that some of you may may feel like how will i ever feel joyful again exactly uh, just stepping into the path of there is hope there is courage i can i can, I can get there it is actually a taught practice it's not something we were born with Mm. And I, I know that I thought that was something that I was, you know, people were born with or not, but that's not the case. We can all do this. And one of those things, the first step that I, I find very, very useful uh, is gratitude. It's finding something, a, a, a practice of gratitude that we can uh, do every day. Mm. This is a muscle that can be um, be exercised. I I like that. that. That gives me hope. I hope that gives people hope. And it reminds me, Cecilia, of something that was given to me when I went through divorce uh, as I found myself sitting in my counselor's office every morning because I was blindsided by it, didn't know what to do. And she suggested just writing every morning three things I was grateful for when I woke up and in the evening at three things that I was grateful for as I went to bed. And I will tell you, it was one of the easiest yet most um, effective practices that I put in. I still do that today, finding the gratitude, as I talked about, you know, how the light shines on a flower. So I'm hearing there's hope in that people can learn how to do this. Yes. 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 It takes, it takes a couple of things. It takes intention. And it, it takes a little bit of tenacity in actually starting to practice it. And you may fall out of it. You may uh, feel like, you know, I'm, I can't do this. Keep keep doing it. Keep on keep keeping doing on. It. Find a way. Yeah. Find this a- is something that I work a lot with, with my clients uh, and that I have as a practice myself. And it's not always going so well, but most of the time, and the more I do it, the better I become at it. And they too. 
So I hear the encouragement there is just to start. If if you don't want to stay in that hole, if you want to find joy, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is if we can find those of us who are going through crisis or uh, divorce, I mean, speak a cri- speaking of crisis, we talk about, we're going to talk about a pandemic on the show, a hello, the COVID-19 pandemic. My heart goes out to people who are going through, you know, they're already in divorce. Now COVID happens. You've got, you know, f- people living at home and, and being, um, going through a divorce alone or with kids now they're homeschooling everybody's in one place and oh my gosh how do i do it and how do i how do i stay intentional about this and keep joy and the thing is is if we can find that joy then the environment i've got to imagine the environment around us is much better and i'm hearing cecilia that we can learn how to do that that gives me hope yes we can learn how to do that so in intentionality and that tenacity and, and kind of just moving very quickly into talking about, um, you know, pulling from vulnerability into any crisis, what are some other tactics that we could use that could help us maybe stay, um, find this joy? Yeah, there are two things I want to mention. And one is, and, and it's been a big struggle for me too, uh, is self-compassion. Mm. Self-compassion. Uh, yes, it is to uh, widen that self-compassion, which is not always easy to get to, that we are human beings. We are imperfect. We don't always get things right. We are still worthy. Mm. And practice that thought so it's Everything. as simple as practicing, I am worthy. Yeah. Mm. You know, I think, and I, I won't go too far down this, but it ties back to, that's a very clear distinction. We started talking about shame and guilt and vulnerability. And these are tactics that people could, you know, e- employ right here and now. But when that shame message comes up, very quickly, I'm just thinking they could come back and go, that's not true. I am worthy. And I'm just even wondering if those words can help. So if you're listening out there and you're in that place, repeat that to yourself because you are worthy. You absolutely are worthy. Cecilia, you mentioned two things. What's the other tactic? Uh, we, I, Brene calls it the square squad. I call it my support team. Oh, okay. And these are the people to, that, that you surround yourself with. Because this self-compassion, the, the feeling of unworthy, is not always very easy to, to tell, tell yourself. So you can also begin to think about those people who love you and who honor you, uh, not for all of these things that you may or may not be, but because of, because of them, because of your faults, because of your everything that you are. And when you have those people around you, those are the ones that you can seek support from. And it's usually a very, very short list of people. Right. Yeah, I can hear that. Those are people that love you um, even in light of, they love you as you. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I I like that square, square squad. What do you call it? Yes, square squad. It's because she takes a, 
little tiny piece of paper. I think it's an inch by an inch, and there you have to fit all of these people in. I and remember you write them that. There. <laughs> I remember that. So applied, I'm even hearing, okay, so somebody's in the midst of divorce. They're in the midst of this pandemic and even emerging now, not every, not every state is open, not every world, you know, this has affected the entire world. And so that self-compassion, one of the things, you know, giving yourself that space, if you're in a space with kids and you're trying to homeschool and you're going through and you're having to, you know, um, and produce all this discovery information for going to mediation and things like that, you know, break things down in smaller pieces, find times that you can maybe, whatever that self-compassion may be, uh, even saying those words, I am worthy. And also identifying your square squad. <laughs> Thank you, Brene. <laughs> those people that love you, very a very small, close-knit group that you can depend on. But it sounds like, you know, to begin to tie this up very quickly, um, just bringing it together, that those are the people you can be vulnerable with. Yes. Yeah. And there you have it. And I would guess that those people on your square squad, that's going to be hard for me to keep saying, Um, (laughs) your square squad that, um, that you can be vulnerable with, but you also find joy with. Yes. Yeah. It brings us all back around. And as we um, wrap up the show, you know, what we've been talking about is finding joy uh, or rather busting the myth that you can't find joy through divorce, in divorce, coming out of divorce, wherever you are in divorce. And we are here to bust that myth. And the fact is that you can Uh, We're not saying it's just about you being happy about everything happening. It's coming from within. We talked about you are worthy. You are worthy of this joy, but it comes from uh, ultimately vulnerability. And that's what we've been talking about. You know, very quickly, I didn't do this and I want to catch this. Uh, Cecilia, if somebody wants to talk to you more about vulnerability, how would they reach you? Uh, They can reach out uh, on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, You you got that. Christy Wright. I, I or do. Just give me, pardon? Yeah. Or just give me a call. Or, yeah, just reach out there. That's the best way. Right. What's your phone My number? My uh, phone number, uh, 832-860-4263. Say that one more time for us. Uh, 832-860-4263. Thank you. And you guys... Um, we were really talking about your thinking and that's what I try to do as a divorce coach. You know, my guests like Cecilia and I are here to walk this path with you. Just got her phone number. You can call her, talk to her about this vulnerability. It really is uh, a key to this vulnerability. So thank you for joining us, Cecilia. It's been great. I want to talk to you more about it. Uh, (laughs) It's been a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Christy. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Uh, you can find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. Uh, just so much appreciate you uh, listening. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. <laughs>